kings and queens over 18 <laughs> hello hello my kings and queens above 18 above 18 what is going on it has been a fun 48 hours it's only been a week of biden's presidency i know and it's already it's already off to a <laughs> off to a, <laughs> the world is so upside down right now yeah i'm pretty I'm into excited, it though, i gotta say yeah I will figure this never, out. Yeah, okay. I will figure it out. I think that's where it's supposed to be. We're in. We're in. We're in the matrix. We're we have jacked in. We've hacked it. I have put that metal dildo into my head, and I'm ready to rock. The metal. With what hole does it go into? It goes into my head hole. <laughs> I don't like that. My <laughs> my sixth hole. Your sixth hole. Oh, wait, seventh because of the mouth. I forgot the mouth. There's How the can I forget mouth, the mouth? How can we forget the mouth? Ear holes. The eyes could be holes if you wanted, if you tried hard enough. They, but yeah, you could. Yeah. Your pupils are technically holes in your eye. Yeah, well, I thought I went much darker with it. Than no, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Some kind of saw type action. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you. It's like, it sounds like you're uh, somewhere. Yeah, weird. Sounds like you're somewhere else. How about now? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. It's not going to echo any more or less. I need to uh, I need to put the foam up. We got foam. We didn't get adhesive. Yeah, the adhesive was supposed to arrive with the foam, and it did not. I was so so bothered yes i'm very bothered too but very much first world problems <laughs> um so larry king died i want to do that he first did die what a what a sad sad day it was sad and it was one of those things like because he was in the hospital for so long with covid i don't i mean i, I we assume covid killed him i mean the dude had like seventeen thousand heart attacks so yeah if this didn't take it out him out something else would have um but we we prepared some of our favorite greatest hits of larry king dude we'd like to show you now it was a really great it was a melancholy day the day that Larry King passed. Let's see here. Boop. All right, here we go. Here's uh, so this one I don't think you've seen yet, but this is one of my favorites. Oh. The, the hat, the the what is this vodka story? What? Uh, by the way, I don't drink. Uh, okay. Vodka. Okay. All right. Vodka. A little red wine for my heart. Okay. Very good. Well, <laughs> this is my this, You like this? Is clean vodka. This has no glycol. A lot of lesser vodkas have antifreeze glycol in them. They put them in there for smoothness. <laughs> See that sweet corn taste? Yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> very nice. <laughs> All right. So this is another one that we, we loved right here. Oh, my God. Oops. Oh, I love this one. What's Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic the Hedgehog is based What's Sonic the Hedgehog? with Ben Schwartz. I believe that's when the first one came out. And it's about this, this hedgehog that can run really, really fast. And as a kid... It's like one of the most iconic video games of all time, and now they're making a live-action movie. So the fact that I get to play Sonic is like live-action. It's live-action. <laughs> Sonic will be CG, so I'm just playing the voice of that. But everybody else, like Jim Carrey, plays the bad guy, and uh, James Marsden is, is in it. And so, but you're a, you're an animated you're animated. Yeah, I wasn't good enough to be a human being, so I'm just playing <laughs> voice. Hedgehogs are interesting. Though, aren't they? I can't wait to see where this goes. What kind of voice does he have? I can't say it yet. They're not letting me tell. It's very secret. This is a very secret. Uh, why do they were, do this? If you wanted to be <laughs> why do they do this? Sonic, tell me, what do you think a hedgehog would sound like? I have no idea. I got to hear I it, Larry. You got to take a leap. This how is your 150th how, episode. How, how, how long? That's great. <laughs> I'm just a hedgehog. <laughs> no, one, no one cares about me. Okay. That's great. That's fantastic. What if I lost my job right then? Why did they do this? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, this one's pretty good too, but also kind of but, prescient. Yes. But we have to decide what level of sickness are Dave we willing Rubin. to live with, so to speak, to move ahead and open the country. Because I don't know how much longer we can do this. David, that sounds ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> well, there, we have to figure pandemic. out what that how level is. Cause this? But at the at whose risk? Yours or mine? You you. It's okay if you die, right? <laughs> but we have to decide <laughs> the zoom in on his face why they do this <laughs> all right so this is uh larry king and eric andre oh god this eric, one was can good you show feet can i show my feet do you have a foot fetish 
No. You're a freak. What's the farthest you ever got, Bill? <laughs> the farthest I ever got? Well, since Nine. I have children, baby. Oh, really? Do you, do you have children? <laughs> do you have children? That I... Yeah, no. Are you married? <laughs> no, I've never even hugged a girl. I'm a virgin. I don't doubt that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric... Why did they I do this? I love him. Um, I'm getting like a little okay, sad. This one, this one is not. He doesn't do anything funny. So this is Celine Dion doing a vocal vocal warm up for Larry King. But I want you to focus on Larry King's expression during this. I don't know if you guys like Celine Dion's an insane person. She, yes. she's like such a rich person that just does a residency in Vegas. I don't think she leaves a hotel. She's out of her fucking mind. Right. So that's partly what makes this funny to me personally. Three, it's very boring but it's just like warming up it's just like warming up he's just like staring at her like how long is she gonna do this for because this is not very good tv all right so this is uh this is one of my favorites too. this is him uh with norm Macdonald. So, I love what's him. something people don't know about you I'm a deeply closeted gay guy no kidding well I'm not coming out though <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> what are you revealing here today I'm I'm not revealing anything I'm saying I'm deeply closeted <laughs> well that means you're gay well, I, I wouldn't say that why would I say that I'm deeply closeted no but I that means you're very, very gay, but you don't want to come out. You're so closeted. <laughs> you're very, it means you're very, very gay. That I refuse to say I'm gay. Right. Exactly. But that, <laughs> doesn't that mean you're gay? Hey, 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 easy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this book will reveal much. I, I'm, I'm like oh I got I got pretty God. emotional too when I was I was pulling all these together. Oh. Um, this is uh, just this is him and Marlon Brando. Want to make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> what um, the fuck? Goodbye. Goodbye. Marlon Brando. <laughs> See you tomorrow night with Sid Caesar. So that was uh, Larry King kissing a very fat Marlon Brando on the lips. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I love this, this one. This is the best one. This one made the rounds probably the most. And this uh, one's so good. Uh, a luxury you can't live without. A luxury I can't live without coffee. I really like good it's coffee. It's not a luxury you can get it anywhere. Uh, I guess, yeah, I like good coffee. What's my... I love coffee, too. I like nice socks. Socks. <laughs> socks. Your, your socks, what you put in your shoes? You put in yeah, your I shoes. I really love them. I like kind of like, you know, cozy feet. You're attracted to your socks. I'm attracted to really nice running socks. Like, I'm always looking for good running yeah, socks. Not, that's not a luxury, though. Coffee and socks are not a luxury. All right, give me a luxury. Which, what luxury should I have? Private plane. <laughs> Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Uh, <laughs> private plane. Private plane. Private plane. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. this one's great, too. This oh, my God. Larry King playing the harp. He's so talented. That was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm touched. <laughs> I love the harp. <laughs> I love the I harp. I love the harp. Oh, this one's such a banger. Oh my god, it's only ten seconds. I want the nice watch. I want to stay fresh. DJ Khaled. Stay clean. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, you should strive for greatness. How did you gain all the weight? <laughs> How did you gain all the weight? What I love about that moment, and I'm sure Tom relates to this, is like, you know, we kind of understand the meme value of someone like DJ Khaled, but Larry King just does not. He's just like this. Who, why is this retard on my show? Like, There's what? No, like, yeah. I want to stay fresh. I want. How did you gain all the weight? It's just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I think it's the last one. Yeah. So rest, wow. rest in power, King. After those choppy harp chords, I expected to hear Uncle Iroh start singing. So uh, we should sing Leaves on the Vine for Larry King. Leaves on the Vine. So um, good. But uh, yeah, so that uh, <sighs> pour one out for old Larry. And uh, 
easily one of the most accidentally funny humans of all time. Like, like yeah. purposefully funny. He like had a good sense of humor, but so many of the clips that were making the rounds on Twitter were just because he was so. I think he just said he, you know, he was 175 years old. Yeah. He went through, you know, seven marriages, which means seven alimonies has been working on TV, had the same job for like 40 years, has farted out a bunch of kids. He's like lived an entire fucking life. Like, you know, yeah. no, no life in terms of you wanting to be a broadcaster could be any better than, than Larry King's. <laughs> and so when DJ calls and they're like, I will, I fresh and I'm clean. You're fat. How'd you gain all the weight? <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, you say you're so successful, but you're a fat fuck. <laughs> it's just it's, like oh my God. he's the best and, and and i think that it's something i actually miss about david letterman too like david letterman was if a guest was shitty he would just let the guest suck yeah it was not that jimmy kim or jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon thing of like if the guest isn't interesting let's play fucking games and make them relatable it's right. like you're not interesting you're not interesting you may be a good actor but you may be fucking boring right and uh I really miss that in broadcasting oh, so much yeah. but you know mainstream media is dead but let's talk about the story of the hour. Yes, let's get into it. So the last 72 hours have been fucking amazing um, <laughs> because, you know, I went through the 2008 financial crisis and only one person went to jail for the mortgage crisis that was caused entirely by Wall Street. And then we had massive protests in the street in New York uh, called the Occupy Wall Street movement and it accomplished Dick. And then by the time they got tired of it, then Mike Bloomberg had cops go out with water hoses and extinguish the whole thing. Yes. Um, so, and it was, it was probably like my first black pill moment because like also like Obama, Obama like, you know, you know, the CARES Act usurped this, but it, it was a giant, like everybody lost their fucking house. And then Obama signed over, like we had to bail out the banks, which is this giant upward transfer of wealth. And all these ghouls that caused this crisis to happen ended up just getting bonuses. Essentially. Did you see the uh, the transfer of wealth from the pandemic was oh, oh yeah. entirely uh, equal? Mm -hmm. Billionaires got, or whatever, the elite got $3.9 billion richer and poor people lost $3.7 billion. Mm -hmm. yep. Isn't that amazing how it evens out? It's well, like the I, scales of injustice. I think like the CARES, CARES, uh, the CARES Act, the first one they, they did when the pandemic first started was $3.6 and I think only $1.3 went to people. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah, and the rest went to, to corporations. And, you know, like, you know, we had to bail out the airlines, right, during that time period. And then they're still laid off a bunch of fucking people, which they were, yeah. they said they, we, we promise, we promise we won't lay off people. <laughs> and so today, uh, well, in the last like two days, uh, finally they're <laughs> like, because we, we have found that like, they're like no threat of jail. Cause they, they know that they know that they're never going to jail for anything they do. These right. wall street people. But when you fuck with their money, they get fucking crazy. Yeah. It's well, Redditors figured out the secret to people who make a buttload of money based on whatever they want using the stock stock market so well let me explain what happened uh to, to you uh, to you guys that don't know so it, I'm, I, it, I'm not even doing it justice because these regulations the sec has come up with that what wall street's allowed to do is such a tangled web of bullshit that yeah. it's even hard like even reading about what a short was was confusing and i already kind of know what it is but i figured like the most simple way to explain what a stock shorted like shorting a stock what this is is that a company will get a loan from an, like a hedge fund group uh, or like a, another like or traders will get a loan from a hedge fund group and then uh, basically what they'll do is they'll they'll sell the stock at a certain price once it gets to like the lowest point and if it keeps going down then the comp the hedge fund will rebuy the stock and they'll make the profit that's in the middle does yes. that kind of make sense yeah yeah so what happened was is a bunch of autistic redditors got on top of this it's like it was the r slash uh wall street um, bets. wall street bets yeah, yeah so they noticed this trend that they were doing this um with companies that and i think gamestop gamestop really hit hit home because most people that are on reddit are gamers as well mm -hmm. and kind of like toys r us i mean it's like a part of our childhood that by the way hedge funds killed toys r us as well <laughs> so like during this time in the way that stock shorting also works is that these ghouls will use another apparatus that they have control of which is the media to go on tv and say oh gamestop is it's crashing guys and so they'll just keep bringing yep. the stock down to where they want it and so it's this giant fucking Ponzi scheme essentially to to end up just funneling wealth back up while a business ends up crumbling to the ground but gamers take this shit, this shit seriously so what they did was 
they like this whole Reddit group, and I'm sure like it, it expanded way beyond even just Reddit. Oh, for sure. Started buying up the stock. So just for per- perspective, it was when they were about to short the stock, it was at $20 a share. Yeah. It's now at $369 a share. Holy shit. And for reference, this is more than like Johnson and Johnson. Like yeah. it, it is now, it is now so high. Alaskan airlines, it many, many country, uh, countries, companies it is ahead of. Right. So, so these hedge funds, it's two different companies. I think I wrote it down. It's uh, Melvin Capital and Citron Capital. <laughs> uh, they lose close to uh, 2.75 billion. They lost, and I think it's up to like 3.2 billion now that they've lost. Wow. Um, and they're not getting it back. Well, so good. Well, exactly. I mean, like that's the thing is like. <laughs> Fuck like those guys. What's so funny to me is like watching, it, 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 like first of all, what's what's so interesting is watching the entire media apparatus scramble to try to say this is illegal somehow. It's like nope, totally legal. We're just doing right. what you fuckers have been doing forever. That fuck us over and you all get richer. It's, this is like the best us versus them thing yeah. I've heard in years. What they've been doing for so long is like. Uh, it's not insider trading by a technicality, you know. They are they are absolutely controlling the value of these stocks, and now that we're doing it, they don't want us to. Because I mean, like, and like they want to say it's illegal, well, exactly. Because like I said, it and and because like they these like the graph of rich people's feelings, the stock market is like you know wh- why would it be that someone but now Main Street like mainstream MSNBC talking heads and CNN are saying how bad this is. Well, they would do like a whole story because they were instructed to like people like Rachel Maddow and all these fucking idiots would go on TV to talk about how like up oh, GameStop is, you know, one of the last brick and mortar game stores is going the way of Blockbuster. And it's like she got fucking told to do that. Yeah. By Citron Capital, because yeah. Citron Capital probably has a stake in these news companies. And like, I don't know. If she actually did this. I'm just using her as an example. But as an aside to that, it's really fucking interesting. So Tucker Carlson naturally said this is this is awesome. You yeah, know what I mean? Because he's become just a weird based populist all of a sudden. But you know who also said it on Fox News? Sean fucking Hannity. Whoa. I know. That is why. I know. So like they're again upside down. So um so what's what's re- I want to go through like just just some like general media takes on this. <laughs> I love this one. Yeah. So <laughs> this is just sort of the uh, one of the upsides of whenever the internet does anything good. So do you want to read this one? The media has to report on it. This is from Market Watch, which is like an NPR program. At the source of the madness, the Reddit Wall Street Bets Forum, uh, there's a fascinating, if not safe for work, thread discussing the end game for GameStop. It's rapidly becoming apparent that we will soon enter the GME end game. Before you can come up with an exit strategy, or if you're still on the fence, decide whether to jump in, you need to form an opinion about the GME bull thesis without considering the short squeeze, says this user, Thick Dad's Club. With two C's. <laughs> So like that's been funny. It's like watching the media have to critically report on like Reddit usernames, like you know Dildo Stuffer of sixty nine. Uh, Del Reese makes a good point. He says that, like, and I actually I'll bring this up a little bit later because this is part of like the media machine now working to kill this as fast as they can. Yeah. He says it's insane, and since poor people started crushing them, they shut down trading. The media is saying redditors should be charged for manipulating the market in big quotes, and they also they banned their Discord for hate speech. Jesus Christ! Right, and then what? and then their their subreddit went private because they're trying to make sure that that doesn't get shut down too. Jesus. Um, but there's like there's even more to that. So um, let me make sure because I need to pull this one. Away. Yeah, sure thing. This was just mine. I was reading earlier. Um, but we might as well kind of just skim over this a little bit. This kind of like gives a synopsis in case I missed anything. Yeah. This is from uh, Bloomberg. Yeah, from yeah Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Yeah. Citadel 0.72 back Melvin with $2.75 billion after their losses. Hedge fund titans Ken Griffin and Steve Cohen boosted Gabe Plotkin's Melvin Capital. Can you scroll back up a little bit? Sorry, Sorry. finish that sentence. Injecting a total of $2.75 billion into the firm after it lost 15% in the first three weeks of the year. Citadel funds and firm partners will invest $2 billion while 0.72 asset management's investment will be $750 million, the firm said Monday. And how old is this article? It's from today. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. but, but this is, be- well, it's before the closing of today. So they've lost Got even more it. money. Yeah. Uh, the capital infusion comes after Melvin Capital, which started the year with about $12.5 billion in assets, has seen short bets, including on GameStop Corp, go awry, spurring big losses, according to a person familiar with the firm. This year's uh, stumble is rare for Plotkin. Melvin Capital firm has returned an average 30% a year since it started in 2014. Gabe Plotkin and team have delivered exceptional results over the history of Melvin, uh, says really Ken Griffin. We have great confidence in Gabe and his team. 
In a statement, Cohen said that he has known Plotkin since 2006, and he's an exceptional investor and leader. Plotkin spent eight years at Cohen's predecessor firm, SAC Capital Advisors, and has been one of that shop's most successful spin-outs. Cohen previously invested about $1 billion in Melvin. I'm incredibly proud to partner with Ken Griffin and Steve Cohen, Plotkin said. The team at Melvin is eager to get to work and reward the confidence of these two great investment icons. So basically, all like this this is just Bloomberg doing damage control on like, no, 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 these guys actually aren't terrible investors. Right. But they lost this much money, but they're not terrible investors. This is, well, now we find out how the media is going to try to spin this. So this this was one of my favorite uh, takes on Twitter. Oh, wait. Uh, actually, I'm going to do, uh, I don't have it. Wait, do I have it? Hang on one second. I got to find it. Yep. No problem. Uh, where did I put it? Where did I put it? Um, so hang on. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I know. It's not like it's dead air. Doing these live. Doing these live is rough. So th- um, here it is. Okay, great. So this is where the media is going to start with it. Oh, that's right. This is Ali Byerland. Uh, who Breland, he writes for right. Mother Jones, which is like a fucking nauseating left outlet. I can report from the Telegram channels that the Nazis appear to be trading GameStop and AMC as well. Ooh, it's so the Nazis scary. now. So that one didn't work. No, it didn't land with anybody. So now they're doing so stupid. Now they're doing this. Well, I don't know if they're concentrated because I don't have subpoena power and I can't really go well, out and look at it. I, don't even, I, I can, I can <laughs> argue. I don't even know if there are foreign powers at work here. Because oh, Jesus Christ. Trying to make chaos off our markets. Look- so it's the Russians now that are doing this Foreign as well. Foreign powers. Jesus Christ. What's been so great about this, though, is that so everybody, like even the far left people I know, the far right people I know, everybody unanimously loves this, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, I think that the the Nazi glasses thing, it, this is really pulling the mask off of it. And like I, I quoted yeah. that, that idiot's tweet about Nazis, and I'm like, watch very closely how the media uses the word Nazi and, and why they use it and how they use it. Because it's uh it's it's pretty interesting. Um, yes. there's another video video I want to play. Uh, do you remember that guy who was on? Um, he was on like a uh, I think it was like a, I think it's Fox Business. Let me make sure. Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's on uh, CNBC. It's like the Business Channel. This guy came. I on, do remember this. He, he came on a while back. His yeah, we sh- uh, we played it on the show. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I don't know how to say his name. It's Chamath uh, Petia. Thank you so much. Uh, sorry about that. Um. So he came on and like gave this really base thing like probably over a year ago mm-hmm. about just how the stock market is fucked up and it's fucking over poor people. And then he went on today and did this. Degree can see their stocks rise in this magnitude and all of that is just fine. That there's nothing wrong with the integrity of the system if that is occurring. The, the lack of integrity in the system is the precursor that caused GameStop to be sold short 136 <laughs> percent and for people to try to pile on and destroy a company in front of our eyes. That to me feels wrong. That feels pretty un-American if you ask me. I think GameStop is a reasonable business. You know, I think what they do is reasonable. And so the fact that they shouldn't be allowed to exist because all of a sudden, like, we decide that they should be in- obliterated into the ground. Well, they, they should be allowed to exist. To they, they should be allowed to exist at whatever their stock is, should be valued at based on what their earnings are. Oh. And the stock was like free market $17.18 not that long ago. Who said Yeah, that? the free market. It's the free market. That? Yeah. Are you, do you want to make the same argument about Tesla? It's gone 10x in a few months. You don't know what it's worth. Let's be honest. Okay? You, and the you, smart don't, you don't think that Tesla's growth prospects? Scott, I have, I have, Scott, I have my no, own not that much. company. I'm allowed to underwrite however I want to own it. Everybody that bought that stock is also underwriting how they want to own it. And the point is, just because you're wrong doesn't mean you get to change the rules. Especially when, when you were wrong, you got bailed out the last time. That's not the- oh, fuck. Yeah, but does it mean that that these these uh, you, uh, investors that, that, who that, were that. short the stock were necessarily wrong? I mean, I it still haven't happen. heard you, I still haven't heard you tell me what the fundamental case is for GameStop for, at free market. It's a free market. Uh-huh. You fucking retard. Theaters which are have been closed for months and, and months. And we'll get into that. Is, is worth what the stock's trading at now or any number of these things, the way that they're trading. There, there's no fundamental reason why they're there. They're trading because there's this momentum cohort behind it, whether it's on Reddit 
or Robin Hood or wherever else. All right, could it be any more clear that the elites don't know how to talk to normal people? Seriously. Like, this guy has no fucking idea how detached this reality is. Like, no, 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 no. They don't, ha like, these people don't have a billion dollars to throw at this, so they don't really matter that much. Do you not understand what I'm saying? And this guy's like, no, no, but this is the free market at work. Like, it doesn't really matter what GameStop is worth. Like, the market dictates what it's worth. Exactly. No, but they don't, but they don't have, a, I said it already, they don't have a billion dollars to throw at it. <laughs> They're, they're just normal people with like, like Robin Hood is like a stock trading yes, app. Yes, yes, yes. And he's like, yeah. like, but they're just using fucking Robin Hood, like an acorn. Like they don't know about stocks and they don't, it, it, it just is so, this is such the mask fucking slipping. Exactly. So fucking ghouls, hard. Ghouls are showing themselves in daylight, it's, in broad daylight. It's so fucking great. And so like, Dude, and that by the way, then he brought up AMC, which is the next target they've been they've been going after. Um, uh, AMC uh, is like now their their stock has just fucking jumped to the roof because hedge funds are trying to screw them over. I think probably at the behest of hedge funds that are funding movie studios that also don't want movie theaters to have any power over the release of movies anymore. Yeah. Um, and then also like they're going after Tootsie Roll and BlackBerry, which is like all because they're just looking for all the stocks that are being hedge fund funded. Yeah, of and then course. Just throwing money into them. And yeah. like, look, it's it, it's a dumb gamble, and like, eventually these things are gonna like burst. But like, at the same time, if like, just a, if it's a bunch of people throwing in not a bunch of money to make it just balloon to this level, yeah, great. I mean, so it's worth it. the investment. Yeah. yeah, like just to watch these people fucking squirm. Um, also, too, so uh, because the Nasdaq had such a serious issue with this, they've now made it so you cannot, you can know almost every single company that does trading, you can no longer trade GameStop stop a stock. They've now shut it down <laughs> until further review so and then i actually just got a thing on my phone right before we started that says jesus uh, christ um it says oh shit where'd it go oh uh so this is from cbs or cnbc uh breaking sec releases statement on ongoing market volatility saying it is working with our fellow fellow regulators to assess, assess the situation and review the activities of regulated entities financial intermediaries and other market participants wow so uh, let's see, I'll read their thing here. It says, uh, we are aware of the activity monitoring, monitoring the ongoing market volatility and the options of equities markets and consistent with our mission to protect investors and maintain fair, orderly and efficient markets. We are working with our fellow regulators to assess the situation and review the activities of regulated entities, blah, 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 blah. So like, but again, how is what they're doing any different? Because like what a hedge fund is, is a wealth management group that takes a bunch of rich people's money and just holds on to it and then makes these terrible bets, which is why like something like uh, Bernie Madoff was allowed to happen, right? Yeah. Like also, I mean, and also why the housing crisis happened. So like, and why also people got fucking rich off of the, the housing collapse because so some very smart people like Michael Burry, for example, who was in the, the big short, he's the real guy with the, the glass eye, who's now saying this is atrocious, which is very interesting to me. Huh. Um, so what he did was he is such an autist that he was, he was starting to look at these mortgages that were bundled, like these C-rated risky mortgages being bundled and repackaged as A-plus safe mortgages yeah. that people were gobbling up and buying because they were at great prices. And he started to see that it was, it was starting to go down. So he took like all of his capital's money and just uh, shorted all the stocks. So he made like hundreds of millions of dollars Jesus. off of the collapse of the whole thing. And so that's why during the housing crisis that without government intervention, people did get very, very rich. Mm -hmm. So it's just a ghoulish practice in, in general. I mean, it's really, it's really just profiteering off of failure and, it, and yeah. it's gross and it like, and how it's legal. I, I mean, it, like I'm wondering, I'm wondering what's going to happen, but like the best part of this is this has been, you know how I always say that like identity politics is used to make it so we don't pay like left or right, black or white, gay or straight. We don't pay attention to what we all have in common is of that course. we're not them. Exactly. Everyone's seeing it now. Yeah. It cannot be any more fucking clear. And I just hope everyone looks at the fucking pundit class, the media class, the ones that are not being honest about this and really go, hmm, maybe they're not telling us the truth about a lot of fucking things. Maybe we shouldn't listen to them anymore. Right. Maybe they're kind of outdated. Maybe this is dinosaur media. Maybe this is bullshit. So, but, you know, it, it just doesn't end. So here's uh, our buddy GG, Glenn Greenwald, says, uh, those who have spent years begging and pleading with Silicon Valley to aggressively police speech and content have single-handedly gutted one of the key vital, uh, key initial values of the internet, empowering people to compete with corporate and political power centers. This is what you built. And this is them talking about uh, Justin Discord to shut down the uh, Wall Street bad server for hate speech, glorifying violence and spreading misinformation. What the fuck? 
A spokesperson for Discord tells me, to be clear, we did not ban the server due to financial fraud related to GameStop or other stocks. Oh, Bull shut the shit. fuck up. Such bullshit. Um, so, yeah, and then they made a second one. They banned that one, too, uh, for the same terms of service violations. Um, and then, But then this is the problem. Then you always have people like this. In fairness, that server was 100% racism and threats of violence. Just a weird time to shut it down. Yeah, how often was Skylar, do you think, in the, in the Wall Street bets? Uh, uh, I don't think Skylar's ever set foot in Wall Street bets I bet Skylar's 14, today. but has a Twitter yeah. account, which she shouldn't. Um, so I think that's about all. I mean, is there anything you want to add on that one? Cause, but this has been like my favorite fucking story of the day. Yeah, just don't let people convince you that Reddit doing this is a bad thing. I mean, I think, I think fortunate, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut this clip up obviously, but I think fortunately the people who listen to us fucking know this. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, I mean, I, I hate to bring identity politics up, but I mean, this is the shit they're trying to prevent you from realizing Yeah. by like being like, Ooh, your, your blackness is, you're really, really fucking, you're, you're gay. You're really, really oppressed. It's really bad for you. And the straight man is holding you down. And it's like, I'm looking at my fellow straight man, even if he's saying faggot and I'm like, he's fucking poor like I am. So yeah. maybe we should just like get over our differences and like do this you know right the system including the stock market has worked for decades only for the elites and as soon as we figure out their secrets they're going to try and police it and they're going to make it obvious that it's only supposed to work for elites correct yep keyword supposed to supposed to but uh this this was probably the least blackpilled i've felt about our economy in quite some time so yeah that we do have power to change it. Yes. Although the government's going to crack down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, kind of like, you know, Bitcoin or whatever else. But uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of um, our, our elite. Uh, oh, my gosh. There's this thing from the LA Times. And it's this guy right here. Yes. Kamala Harris is the first vice president who is black, South Asian, female, and the direct descendants of immigrants. Introducing Covering Kamala Harris, a beat dedicated to her historic rise to the White House. And when I see this picture, you know what it made me think of? What does it make you think of? <laughs> You're considered the most liberal United States senator. <laughs> yeah. well, actually, you landed haymakers on Joe Biden. How do you go from being such a passionate opponent? It was a debate. <laughs> uh, did you make this? Oh my God. Whoa! Jordan? Knocked it out of the park. It was a debate. Bag <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, pull pull back up the comments so we can see see some. Oh yes, sorry about that. It's okay. Oh. I just uh, would love to see the, some reactions. <laughs> so far, we just have Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, Jordan. Uh, but I mean, like, doesn't this picture look like our dear leader? It's it's so yes. fucking North Korea. I mean, like, I couldn't. I don't know what North Korean music is because you know they don't export anything out here because they think we're like doing witchcraft or whatever. Right. But Russia, USSR was close enough. So, but this fucking picture, it's just, it's so like, it looks like a propaganda poster. Absolutely, it it does. It's just, it, it's, but I mean, what the fuck? I mean, are our institutions not propaganda? I mean, do you, I mean, again, let's talk, let's talk about the last <laughs> thing we were just are. talking about. I mean, does it could it be any more obvious than this? Fox News is propaganda. CNN is propaganda. It's all there to make you feel something intense and about to, the and opposite to hate, side. Exactly. Because, and, and again, it's it's to keep us just utterly and completely like, yeah. divided and also stupid. Like the smartest people I know have become total fucking retards yeah. and it's unbelievable. I don't remember when Trump was president, mainstream media, not even fucking like media outlets like Breitbart, which not really mainstream, but still, I don't remember Fox News creating a portrait of Donald Trump like this and introducing a beat called covering Kamala Harris. That's the thing, because if this is an article about Kamala Harris, because she, you know, the she, left side will she do was the her. state senator, blah, 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 and the attorney general, even though it was like her job was, she did an atrocious job. But it's like they're 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 doing a fucking uh, a, a segment on her, and also I wanted to go to the Instagram because you're just gonna love this. Oh God! It's just like it's just like Kamala Harris 
propaganda. I mean, it, it's it's Biden Harris, Biden Harris. Oh my God, it's all Kamala Harris. Yes. It's, oh, it's oh, insane. this is L.A. Times Kamala Harris. It, that well, is the the, the ad, right? But again, like they're they're going to like what now dedicate fuck? a part of their paper to just talking about how awesome she is. It is what bizarre. the fuck. So why do we idolize our politicians? They work for us. They're our employees. I don't. I don't know. And 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 again. So this does tie into like the next thing I want to get into, which is all part of this this segment. So is that so? Trump's not getting. We already called it. Like the Senate's not going to impeach him. Like right. We <laughs> like we. So and again, it was pretty much like about three days ago. I knew it was dead on arrival because Rand Paul introduced this thing into into the Senate saying that it was unconstitutional, and like most Republican senators yeah. signed on to it. So and and again, I think because they saw pretty much in real time that when stupid grown up Liz Cheney, Cheney's come, decided to devote for impeachment, like she's never gonna she's gonna lose her seat in the House. Like for there's no sure question about is, it. Yes. And like so, it was funny when people were talking about, oh, the Trump wave is dead. Trump's dead. He's never gonna have any power or influence anymore. Nope. Right. He still does. So um, you know, but but you know, while you know. So and so much of this impeachment just was a because they must have the the, the Democrats must have known and, and like so again like how in the last four years during Donald Trump's presidency how performed like it's just everything's been a fucking performance like right. and how much of it's been true it, you know yeah. none of it I mean it was just like and so and but this is one of my favorite moments from uh, good old Chuck Schumer. Oh God. But make no mistake. There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection. Insurrection. <laughs> he incited my erection, that's for sure. <laughs> that is a really unfortunate slip up. Right. Um, this also segues me to something just randomly I found. Because, again, like, you know, if you're a Democrat or whatever, like, you may like Chuck Schumer, but I don't think you will after I show you this video. Are you oh, fucking God. ready for this? I don't I don't think I've seen it. This is the weird No, you have not. It's the weirdest fucking thing I have ever seen. All right, pr- strap in. Paint peeling off the walls, sheets covering the windows, broken blinds, a mangled what? chair covered up with a wood board, an ancient stove with a giant hole, and yes, what? that's underwear in the living room. What looks and feels like the most run-down frat house on campus is actually the Capitol Hill home of some of the most powerful men in Washington. What? To Omega House. I love what you've done with the place. Thank you. Dick Durbin and Chuck Schumer, the what? second and third ranking Senate Democrats, live here together. You guys got the rent from them? <laughs> Their landlord and third roommate is Democratic Congressman George Miller. The house is so legendary, it inspired a new TV series, Alpha House. What? Except the Senate roommates in the Amazon.com show are Republicans. We want to say or believe in they have a sense are of humor. nothing like us. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> begin to think so. When people see this house, they're going to know because in the show it's a little bit nicer. Yeah. <laughs> they have a thing where in the oh, beginning, wait a minute. The Miller, the owner, started taking in tenants more than 30 years ago. The house hasn't been updated since. What the well, fuck? We stopped buying LPs. Uh, that was when the music stopped. The but you same actually have exact, a record player here. Yes, the same yes. exact records are there now as the day I moved in. What in the fuck is this? This isn't cool. The products <laughs> that are on the, the, the is, cassette player. This is, is this my, this is my uh, medicine cabinet yep. right here. I didn't know you were a metrosexual. Uh, uh, <laughs> smooth as could be. That's important. Whose closet is, is this? <laughs> what so, the fuck is going on here? So my point of showing this... Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's, it's Amazon. I knew, I knew they were going to fucking do this. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I mean, again, this is CNN doing a fucking segment where they're like... They're like, yeah, this, they're like, ha, oh, you guys are so cute and so funny. And it's like, we're looking at a bunch of fucking lawmaking ghouls who live like children. So it's like, if you, if you live like this and you're this much of a, you're so like weirdly proud of it, these are the, these children are making laws? Like, what the fuck is this? They're definitely not, this is not for sleeping. They don't sleep there. They do something else there. I don't know. Fuck children, probably. Yeah. I mean, what? Like, you know, what's what's all the? What do you know? The underwear. Around? I mean, it's so fucking weird. So that's so fucking weird. Isn't that the weirdest? They shit all you've have ever seen? wives and homes. Like, what the fuck are they doing there? I have no fucking idea. But it was like I, that video oh. like, made me just so fucking uncomfortable. 
Oh God, that's so fucking weird. Right. So anyway, that that's kind of like a, you know, this, these these are our leaders. Is kind of my, my point. And so, um, I was like, you know, I was kind of looking into. So you know, Biden's done some executive uh, actions that like seem to be pretty good, like ending private prisons. Right. But it's not like as it's tough because it's like the same thing with Trump. Like Trump would propose something where you'd be like, "This is great," you know. Like, and then you read it and you're like, "Hmm." But there's this in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like basically like uh, Biden ending the, the private prisons is like it's just ending a, like it's basically theoretically ending a contract they have with the federal government. Um, by the way, we have the largest prison population. Probably. I mean, China probably does. But like they don't report numbers on anything. But like reported numbers, we have the highest prison population of any country. And so, yes, I like the idea of for profit, com- uh, you know, uh, companies having getting getting out of our criminal justice system why they were there in the first place i have no fucking idea um but again when you read it it's like very non-binding non no commitment it's right, it's like nothing so you're like so and then again then he, he packages that into like this whole hud program it's about like equity and it's like about like hate speech laws and they just arrested some kid in fucking florida who or kid he's like my age uh, it's not a kid, but a man who like made memes back in 2016 telling people not to vote. The FBI fucking arrested him. What the fuck? Yeah. And this is this is like this is coming. This Wall Street shit's coming. I mean, like this this is sort of we I think that people got really conditioned to say, well, Trump's going to be the, uh, the authoritarian. You know what I mean? And really what he turned out to be was just a dumb, blustering asshole right. who really just wanted attention and to get his ego stroked, which he got. And then he had to tuck his tail and cower and be what he never wanted to be, which is a loser. <laughs> Um, but you know, now we actually have the real authoritarians in office that have unmitigated powers now to spy on everybody through the expansion of the Patriot Act, which nobody was paying attention to because they were like, well, Trump very bad. And then that got renewed, even though Trump was against it, but you know, the president doesn't have much power, but all the ghouls that surround Biden right now are just writing the most heinous domestic. We are like all going to be declared terrorists. And like, this is like, but if you just notice like the pattern of events, it's like this wall street thing kind of broke through, but it was like. Uh, it's like hate speech and then it was well but podcasts are this loophole and this it's like it's like everything's just starting to kind of get clamped down to where like it's every, every medium through which people could organically make a living right without yeah. the need of a giant corporation or a hedge fund is now just getting it just getting just they're gonna keep smushing it down while everybody is like oh but coronavirus and you know it's like everyone is just going to clutch their pearls over shit that doesn't matter and never pay attention to all the stuff that's kind of bubbling up to the surface and the right. problem is that people do not deal with a problem until the catastrophe is already blown up in their face and so it's uh you know this is uh this is biden well president kamala harris or should i say mine mine leader you know mine leader <laughs> <laughs> so so and, you know and then also Ugh, working behind the chills working behind spine. the scenes are uh where is she oh there she is i'm hillary clinton and this- i'm kind of retarded so <laughs> yeah it, it's just it, we're 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 just trapped we're trapped with these fucking people we are didn't he so biden also did that like uh stopping forced detention at the border right yeah, so sort of, but but he's not he's not. It's not like he's shutting down ICE or or like so like yeah the the right. the, the child separation policy, which by the way his administration made in the first place, but oh, just yeah, Trump yeah. accelerated it and made it worse. Yeah, um, nothing is really changing in terms of that except that like people can bring their children over and we don't know if it's actually their children or like a pawn to actually get over across the border. You yeah. know what I mean? Which was a, like is a concern. You know, it's kind of like voter fraud, right? It's like, do I think massive voter fraud uh, made Trump lose the election? No. Do I think that implementing a new style of voting all of a sudden in the middle of a pandemic could have some issues that should be investigated? Yeah, yeah I, I think that that's probably a reasonable thing to or say. Or rather encouraging this style of voting, not right. introducing. Because it already existed. Right. All of our army voted that way, the military. Sure, I mean. sure. But like on this scale, I mean. Of course. Like, yeah. Know. So number that number one. But then with this issue, it's like. Do I think that most illegal immigrants bring children up the border in order to like shield themselves from certain things? Uh, most no. Do right. I think it does happen? Probably uh, quite a bit. I would say yeah. I would say that it definitely does. And so like the idea of then that person bringing a kid that isn't theirs into the country, we don't, you know, it's just, it, it, it's an issue. But I'm not saying that I support the child separation or any of that shit. But it's like, again, we, there just needs to be, there just needs to be like, Immigration is one of those issues they never want to solve, so they keep they can use it politically for the rest of time and just keep kicking the can down the road till we have this horrible patchwork where we ended up with a situation where children get separated from their parents. And it's like, this is like, 
but again, everyone just is so short-sighted. It's like, oh, well, that was entirely Trump's fault. And it's like, no, this is this is the this goes all the way back to fucking Reagan, and it's just this nasty patchwork of horrible immigration policy because one side gets in and says no to everything, one side goes in and says yes to everything, and then it just ends up, and then that side loses, this side loses, that side wins, that side wins, and they keep just making this nightmare entanglement of bullshit. Yeah. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse until we have the disaster we have now. But yeah, it's 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 just strange. Like cuz everything that Biden is passing that se- is seemingly good is packaged with some like crazy fucking shit. Um like I I don't know, like even like, you know, like the and then it's supposed to be like this big monumental thing with the trans military ban getting lifted and it's like okay, you know, I, I guess, but it's like but we aren't really, I mean, why are we not? It's right. Just, it's, it's, <laughs> the transgender thing, trans people being able to serve in the military is like, are you fucking kidding? It's, it's the female drone pilots meme. It's like, right. of course, like the institution is so flawed, but if it's diverse, we can allow it to happen. It, fuck that. Well, I mean, dude. It, it, would, it would be like, abolish we, the military. <laughs> it'd be like we lived in a theoretical world in which trans people were the only group of people in, in the world that didn't get cancer. Right. And then now somebody signing this, it's like, well, you can get cancer too now. Mm hmm. You know, like, it's like, yay. Joining the military <laughs> is more often than not just to be a pawn in our authoritarian government's wars. That preys upon poor people who have no other recourse. That kills trans people overseas. Right. That's all it is. So, like, hooray. <laughs> now trans people can do the murdering. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Once again, I should say. And Once also, again, trans people can you know, be murderers. Right on the heels of Biden ramping up troops in Syria and Iraq and everything else. So... It's just pretty, pretty fucking amazing. It's really cool. So I'm very much enjoying uh, that. I'm I'm very much enjoying that Biden's presidency is turning out exactly how we thought it was going. Yeah, to. I mean, pretty much, right? It's like just like I I, I didn't really anticipate because I kind of had the thought of like, okay, well, you know, he's going to placate a lot of things on the left, but he's not actually going to like the worst parts of the left, right? Yes. So like, yeah. just massive identitarian. In order to save us in our safe spaces, we need these draconian domestic terrorism laws. I just like none of this is really like none of this is popular and will probably blow up in their face if they run for re-election. So I don't really see any of this shit happening, but boy, is it happening. And it was like and so I don't really get what the image of himself he's trying to convey is because like if he's supposed to be this radical centrist, well, he's already at least said and done things that make sure he's not. Right. And then all the things that are good about the left, he's not doing any of it. Like, oh, you, you $15 minimum wage, well, you can have that in 2025. So basically it's like you can have it if we win the election again, which they they won't, if they do, they won't do it. So it's like, they, they there's no possible way. And then, oh yeah, if you if you win me, if you win me Florida, I'll get you $2,000 checks. And it's like, then it's $1,400. Well, I said 600 plus 14. And then, now I'm willing to negotiate. Yeah, now I'm willing to, ne- well, now I got to talk to the Republicans and see what they say about it. <laughs> Come on, man. It's like, all right, you know, right. it's just, it's just a giant, giant thing full of shit but another silver lining of all this horrible shit was bernie's mitten memes oh my god (laughs) his mitten memes it was it was pretty funny the world it was pretty funny to watch the people who were like just fucking vote for biden like even go like oh mittens and it's like you fucking assholes seriously it's just like and the same people who smeared tulsi who we like and it you know it's just they just they don't it's it's a like people people just rapidly consume media love to be scared and they like something that's familiar and and like and so like i I know like even democrats who heard radical socialist agenda and they were like (gasps) it's just like it's just like the the country that i never lived in and was not born in a time where it existed oh my god no and so but what i did find hilarious about the, the mittens meme becoming this national phenomenon was number one watching Anchors on CNN and those types of networks who just decimated Bernie with her coverage. I mean, just called him the worst possible things you could ever be. Of course. Like, and then, you know, they get Hillary on who's kind of retarded. And she, you know, it says that, like, you know, no, nobody likes Bernie. Nobody what, likes nobody Bernie. Nobody likes Bernie. And clearly everybody does uh, yeah. because what it proved to me was that inauguration cost millions and millions and millions of dollars and no other civilian was allowed to attend it. Right? right. So it was just them alone in their overpriced fucking horrible fashion gowns and it was bullshit. 
It was yeah. like a, it was like it was like the fucking Met Gala of politics. Exactly. I was thinking the exact same thing. These people literally show up on a fucking private jet. They hop off the jet like royalty. Everybody's applauding them. What is this all about? Why do we do this? These are our fucking politicians. We elected them. And the only thing people gave a shit about was Bernie Sanders sitting like me uh. in mittens with a normal fucking jacket looking grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, dude. And it really does go to, sh- but the problem is that people like, like with the stock market thing, like people have such like chronic brain worms that they won't realize why that image resonated with everybody. Right. Even fucking smart girl glasses, Alyssa Milano was pretending she's like, Oh, it's so cute. And it's like, bitch, you were, you blamed him for Hillary's loss for like four fucking years. You yeah. goddamn fraud. Like get the, fu- like get his name out of your mouth. You don't get to talk about him. Right. And so, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was, but that was kind of like a chef's kiss, like, hmm, like, yeah, you, you all, all of your fucking pomp and circumstance, and it's Kamala's moment. She's the first, uh, and then Bernie just totally stole the show with one fucking picture. Yes, because I think everybody now has, I think people like either have directly have buyer's remorse or they subconsciously have it, and it's it's pretty funny to watch, but also really fucking sad, mm-hmm. you know. Because, and it was, it was great too. He was, you know, he's been doing the rounds on all these talk shows and that he can't talk about anything that's important because they're like, but have you seen the memes, Bernie? Have you seen them? He's like, yes, I've seen them. And then it's like, and then they like, will show, but look, let's just still show you some. It's going to, uh. and then he'll kind of like, ah, like he'll kind of laugh. And then, but he did this one on CNN where the dumb hole who was interviewing him needed to show him all the memes. He's already seen a thousand times. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he made this decision to put the picture on a sweatshirt and sell it for yes. 45 bucks. He's like, actually, everything from the meme that I'm selling is going to Meals on Wheels in Vermont. And it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, because this is the person that actually gives a shit. Yes. Like all the people that showed up in their fucking $50,000 outfits to give a fucking milquetoast rambling speech that made no fucking sense and pretend like this is the greatest moment in American history. While in like the last four years saying that like... It, Everything, all Joe Biden tweets is, it's like, it's like nothing. It's like absolute nothingness. Right. And he, uh, he you know, before he gets in, he's like, the Trump administration has no idea. He has no plan about what he's going to do. And then now today it comes out and it says like, yeah, they don't even know what to do about the coronavirus. And it's like, yeah, because nobody does. Nobody right. fucking knows what to do about this, what the right thing is to do. And the other side will just call you a fucking evil fascist if you do anything or you kill grandma and all these deaths are on your hands and should feel so guilty or whatever they've been pretending else. to know what to do, and that's what got him elected. And so now we have a, another bumbling idiot in the White House who <laughs> said he had a plan and then is not going to do anything about it. It's just, it, it never existed. None of these people ever had a plan. Nope. Not Trump. No. Not and, Biden. And again, like, I mean, you can you can point to like a thousand different things like with, with Biden where it's like, you know, the when Trump shut down travel to China and he called it xenophobic, I mean, like clearly your plan wouldn't have worked. So right. it's like, and there's like literally hundreds of those examples. And, and I, I remember saying to Democrat people in the past, I'm like, you know, whatever you think of Trump, like when people say that they would have handled the pandemic better if they're on the other side. And it, it, I'm like, that doesn't track with me. Yeah. I'm like, no one knew what the fuck this was, what right. it was doing, how how deadly is it? We don't really know because we were dealing with the WHO in China that were totally in cahoots with each other to just fucking lie about it until they couldn't anymore. Right. So, and then also, you know, Dr. Fauci telling us we shouldn't wear a mask back in March. <laughs> um, so, uh, but speaking of Dr. Fauci, um, this I saw this article today. Oh, God. Dr. Anthony Fauci, reportedly the highest paid federal employee in the U.S. So finally, us Italians are getting reparations. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. The, the most unrecognized person of color in this country, the Italians. It's so true. Finally, we're getting You guys, this is representation for it, you guys. It is, most certainly. Truly. Um, so let's, let's take a, let's take, it's actually interesting because I did not know that he has worked this long in the federal government. Holy shit. Okay. Dr. Ant, Dr. Anthony Fauci is the highest paid among all 4 million federal employees, including the leader of the free world. He gets paid more than the president, dude. Fauci, 80, raked in $417,000 in 2019, the latest year for which data is available. The face of the White House Coronavirus Task Force under former President Donald Trump, Fauci will have made $2.5 million in salary from 2019 until 2024 if he stays on as President Biden's chief medical advisor. And you know he will. Of course. Because, because, even... be, because 
and, and I, I don't think Fauci's even doing a particularly great job. No. But it's like the kind of thing of like, because they, they needed a hero that was like almost like a mole in the Trump administration, yeah. they're stuck with him now. Yeah. They can't get rid of him, even though he doesn't, he, the other day he's like, he's like, you know what's better than one mask? Two masks. And he's like, double mask up? And I'm like, what, three, four, five? This is getting like clownish at the, yeah. uh, now. It, it's just ridiculous. That doesn't even count for a possible raise he may get during this period. <laughs> and he will. Between 2010 and 2019, the U.S. top uh, the top U.S. infectious disease experts uh, diseases expert made 3.6 million dollars in salary, according to the news out- outlet. Uh, let's see. Since 2014, his pay increased from 335k to 417k, which is 17 thousand dollars higher than the presidential salary. That's insane. Uh, Matthew McConaughey asked Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. And in August 13, 2020 Instagram interview, if he had millions of dollars invested in the vaccines, he says, Matthew, no, I got zero. I'm a government worker. I have a government salary uh, chuckling, but avoiding mentioning his take the largest in the entire federal government. This is a New York Post. so It's going to be a little right leaning, but like it's not his. He doesn't have to say what he makes, but like there's a part like how long he's worked. Let me see if you can find it. Um, uh, where, where? Oh, here we go. Began this- his 53-year career at the National Institute for Health in 1968. He assumed his position as NIAID director in 1984 and has advised every president since Ronald Reagan, though he serves directly under NIH chief Francis Collins. So, like, you know... That, it makes sense to me, though, because he was part of the AIDS crisis. Yeah. So, and, and again, like, you know, he... You know, people like to downplay it, but, like, he was pretty... People who, like, were alive during the time was, like, he was not great during right. that at all and, and like really made people more scared of us gay people than was necessary i mean it was yeah. it was not it was not a great moment but but whatever i mean it is pretty funny like it's just i mean can like what what piece of useful information has he like piece of useful, useful information or comfort has he provided to you during these None. 10 months i've probably listened to him speak like once i listened to him speak at the beginning of this and i was like i think i think i've heard enough well, because it's kind of like it's like if biden was like running coronavirus it's like yeah, this yeah. virus is bad. It's real. It's real bad, and we got to do something about it. Yeah, really soon we'll do something about it. I promise. And it's like, right. are you? Well, what is that going to be? I would like to know. So, uh, uh, Greg said something earlier that I want to look at. Yeah, and then we'll start to close it out here. Um, let's see, he says, where is it? Oh, sh- something about uh, Pete. What was it? Put Buttigieg. What did they say? <laughs> um well, yeah what was please it? go to the white house website and go to the cabinet and look at pete Buttigieg's headshot compared to everyone else's all right whitehouse.gov <laughs> i guess so whitehouse.gov what is pete gonna be sec- uh secretary transportation. of transportation because he loved, he's like a secretary it's like i've always loved tra- transportation no no because he wanted to be like the uh, u.n ambassador so he could like live in new york and have a swanky apartment of course so when he didn't get that then he accepted this because i think unfortunately we're going to deal with that fucking douche yeah, for like the next whatever oh, okay God. so we got the this up here uh ghouls 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 uh be to judge the cabinet poot be to judge okay ghouls 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 more ghouls uh where's poot he's gonna be way at the bottom because that Oh, uh, what's going on? I mean, he's just hard to look at, but (laughs) I thought you were zooming in on Marsha Fudge. It does look, uh, it's, it's not as like direct flash. It's like, he's got like lighting. Yeah. The rest of them just seem like head on flash, but oh my God, (laughs) poor Marty Walsh. (laughs) He got, he got done in bed, but yeah, his does, his looks like a, oh, you know what it is? I think he's just not smiling. This guy's trying to smile. Uh, yeah, he's not smiling. He's like, he's doing like a smolder look. I think he's trying to be handsome. A closer up headshot and more dramatic lighting and is trying to serve face, yeah, says he, Greg. Yeah, I would, it's I, true. I would agree. He's just, he, all he thought was about was like how he's going to unchain Chaston from the basement and do horrible things <laughs> to his, his asshole. <laughs> God. Yeah, it is interesting. They're all smiling except for Pete. Oh, no, this school is not smiling. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, same shit, different day. Absolutely. Is there and any- it will continue to be that way for the next four years. It's gonna be. Uh, it's either gonna be an, like an interesting, spicy four years if like you know the entire country gets red pilled, which might happen, um, or or uh, we all get white pilled and we just it's gonna be really boring. I don't really know. Did you say white pilled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the opposite of black pill, where everything, every like you just take you just take enough fucking Lexapro and you're like, hey, this all of a sudden it's very nice outside. I'm very like right. relaxed. <laughs> um, is there any Jesse was saying something earlier I think he might be mad at me 
No, no. He said, uh, I, there was something that he commented. He said, um, like, there's there's one thing that I agree with Republicans on, and it's that, like, the government needs to be reined in. Their, their overreach has been insane. Oh, yeah. And he was like, the Dems say the same thing, but they're faking it. It's all talk. Yes. And it's because... The Democrats are authoritarian. It's because they're <laughs> it's because they're more authoritarian Republicans. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I I've been thinking about this a lot. So, like, you know, Trump Trump is like talking about making this like, well, the the rumor is is like he's going to make this like this third party, like a Patriot Party. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh no, that'll split the Republicans in half, like people on the right. And I'm like, well, the left is going to make one too. Yeah. And then so, and what's going to happen is the Patriot Party and the the left party is going to realize they're kind of the parties of the working class. Yeah. Even though like, you know, orange billionaire somehow united the working class of the right. And then the neoliberals and neocons are just going to morph into one thing. And it's like, how is that going to be attractive to anybody who votes in mass? Right. So like, that's what I'm kind of wondering if it's going to happen, but bring it on, like make your fucking Patriot party. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I think the Republicans underestimate, uh, and the Democrats, I think underestimate how popular that platform can be if they play it right. Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like Trump was a populist. I mean, like, you know, like even some like Tucker Carlson talks like a fucking populist. Now Tulsi Gabbard was a populist. Bernie was a populist. Like these, these kinds of ideas, like even if, even though they have different ideas of how things should be run, they're at least talking to people to be popular. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Opposed to like saying fucking nothing. Like someone like Biden who's been in government for 47 years because they don't think they have to say anything. Or someone like right. Kamala Harris who has no charisma at all. So, Right. Do we want to talk about that Sam Cedar, Brianna Joy Gray thing? Yeah, yeah. Del Reese asked me to. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't watch it. And the reason why I don't watch those kinds of things, I have two reasons. Like I don't, I don't like when, okay, it's that Vosh guy, like an extreme YouTuber or like Sam Cedar is kind of becoming this or like the young Turks who Sam Cedar's a, a love child or spawn of the young Turks, but so is Jimmy Dore. And so is uh, Kyle Kalinske as well. I don't like when they, I don't like the, I don't like debates anymore Yeah, because they're not in good faith and they're just arguments. Mm-hmm. I, I, if someone was like, you know, if someone was like, if we got popular and someone was like debate, you know, debate Vosh, that's what they always say, debate him, debate him. I'm like, no, I'll talk to him if he'll like, but the last time I watched a Vosh video, he, he had Michael Tracy on and called him a fucking grifter asshole. Like mm-hmm. before Michael even really said anything. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is bad faith and shitty. So I kind of had a feeling because like Sam Cedar is like a big D Democrat and comes out of the young Turks who fucking believe that Russia was responsible for everything until they literally couldn't say it anymore. Like fucking every, like, and then again, it, I knew, I knew cause I knew what it was going to be about. Cause Brianna Joy Gray's big thing right now, who was the, uh, she was a surrogate for Bernie. Um, she was going to talk about the force the vote thing. Right. And I knew that like if Sam Cedar wants to keep his audience, which is just basically brunch liberals. Yes, of course. Um, he would have to like go against this very easy to understand popular idea. And so it, from what I understand, it devolved into an argument, which I expected. And then he started to go for these like really dumb low blow attacks. So because she's associated with Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore, there's this group called the Boogaloo Boys. You know who they are? Not really. Nobody does, but they all pretend they do, right? So, like, basically what I can understand that they are is a... I would call them extremists, but they aren't, like... But they, they've they been... Everyone just calls them... They're, they're Nazi... They're armed Nazi insurgent militants or whatever, right? N- they're not. They're, like, most of their ideals are actually on the left. It's just they're, like, pro-gun and some oh, other okay. different things. Yeah, yeah. So, like, We've you know, they wear, their, like, they, wear, they wear, like, Hawaiian shirts, and that's kind of, like, their signifier, but, like, bulletproof vests. And they look yeah. scary, but they they've not done anything, you know? But like, so Jimmy Dore interviewed one of them because he had the conception that like, oh, he's going to have some like right-leaning Nazi ideas. The dude was obviously gay, number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, he's like, well, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? He's like, we went and marched with them. We were armed with them. Like, we're, we we think, you know, cops should have reform. Like, yeah. all these like lefty things. And Jimmy's like, really? Like, that's what you guys believe? That's right, yeah. And then, so it was just, it was like a non-confrontational interview because they kind of agreed on most things. But yeah. some, they just had like a disagreement of tactics, right? Um. And uh, so, but then that comes up and then like, you know, Sam Cedar's like, well, you know, you're aligning with this Nazi sympathizer, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore was trending, trending on Twitter for like three days over Jesus that interview. Christ. And again, it was just all these fucking bad faith attacks. I have no curiosity about actually watching the video before they make a judgment because every, everyone's a fucking Nazi. Everyone I disagree with is a Nazi. That's just, that's <laughs> how people are now. Everything's so black and white. So yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, unfortunately, Del Reese, I don't really have like much of a take on it because I see like, there are like, I, you know, Sam Cedar's not really one of these people necessarily because he's just kind of a blip on my radar. But like, you know, even if it's like, 
blah, 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 destroys Chank Uger. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to watch that blustering fat asshole like yeah. bloviate about, he's the dumbest, per- loud person I've ever seen. On, so it's like, I just get like, I'm not going to spend my time listening to people that are just going to say shit that's dumb. I mean, I've done that enough. Like I know, yeah. I know what the love child of the Young Turks generally are going to say you know like i know what they're going to talk about they're going to mm-hmm. hold the line we need decorum and civility and it's like it's just boring it's boring yeah. and and you know because they want to protect their their jobs like this that have somehow managed to be successful yeah. you know so i hope that kind of answered your question but i uh uh yes Delry says brianna is very fair i we both love her um but uh, Sam kept talking about Jimmy Dore. He would not even uh, talk about force the vote. Of course not, because he has no, he, because he's he's like for it, but he's like against it because Jimmy Dore is for it, which is so right, fucking right. weird. No integrity. Uh, Animal Crossing electric boogaloo. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, that's about all I got. That's all I got too. All right. We will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, if you haven't already done it and you don't mind, like, subscribe. Maybe visit our Patreon if you're interested. Yes. Oh, and if you guys watch this live, I the clips I cut up are from this show. So don't you don't have to watch those. Just just know they're, <laughs> they're, they're like I'm and we're doing them kind of clickbaity because we want to try to get more people and it's kind of working. Hell yeah, it is. Um, but I'm just I'm gonna be kind of relentless about it. So like you'll see three videos get released uh, after we do these, but it's just from this show, so you can just ignore them. Hell yeah! All right, adios. See you guys.